shall we begin? Let the games begin. All right, all right, all right. A new age has begun. An age of freedom. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? This is the chopper! This is going to be quite a ride. Welcome to the Movie Pit Podcast. I am your host, Christian. Thank you very much for joining me on the podcast this week. As you can hear from the background, uh, there is um, some noise. I would like to apologize for that noise. I am recording this podcast from uh, from work, uh, from my real job. And uh, unfortunately, this is the only time that I can record at least a decent chunk of the podcast. So if at some point throughout the podcast you hear something else where you don't hear the background noise, you'll know that that part was recorded another part but i will try to keep the background noise at a minimum as much as possible with my own voice hopefully that works out uh but uh but yeah this week's podcast is going to be a little scuffed and i apologize for that in the future we won't have that problem but uh this week's podcast at the very least audio won't be the best and i apologize for that uh, but i did want to record a podcast this week i don't want to leave you guys without a podcast especially considering what came out this week so let's just get right to it. It might also be a short podcast this week as well because uh, I'm going to have to edit this and I, I don't want to hear that background noise either. So uh, let's just get right to it. Uh, there was no big movie news items that came out after the podcast went up last week. So we're going to go right into this week's movie news items and we're going to go right into trailer talk. Coming soon to theaters. Some quick trailers that came out this week or you know, some quick reactions to trailers that came out this week. There was a new trailer for The Many Saints of Newark, which is the prequel movie for the sopranos i've never seen the sopranos so i really don't have an opinion too much about this movie i don't even really know if i'm i probably will watch it at some point i'm not gonna watch it right away uh, i'm just being completely honest again not being uh, a fan or being from too familiar with the sopranos tv show it kind of just you know kind of deepens down the enthusiasm for me for the movie but for those who are interested in it uh, it will come out in theaters and HBO Max on October 1st. So there's that. Uh, there was a new trailer, a first trailer for South of Heaven. That stars Jason Sudeikis as Jimmy, a man who receives early parole who and promises to give his dying girlfriend named Annie, played by Evangeline Lilly, a grant last year. However, Jimmy is thrown into the world of crime once more, when he puts, and which puts him at odds with his parole officer, played by Shay Wingham, and a crime boss, played by Mike Coulter, um, this is very different from what we've seen Sudeikis do. You know, we usually see Sudeikis in comedies and stuff. He does the, you know, dramedies every now and then, Ted Lasso being a dramedy for the most part. Uh, but this is him, you know, he's not John wicking it up, but he is defending himself. He gets in a lot of people's faces in the trailer. He has a gun. He has a shotgun at one point in the movie and does fire it off. So um, I didn't know anything about this until I saw the trailer and it looks doesn't look too bad it looks pretty good so uh there's south of heaven that will come out in theaters on demand and digital on october 8th if you want to go check that out uh there was a first teaser for the new prime video movie encounter which is a sci-fi film it's led by riz ahmed who plays a marine who goes on a journey with his two young sons in order to prevent them from an unknown force octavia spencer also co-stars in the movie the teaser we don't really see too much although there uh, we don't see anything in particular that's chasing 
the kids or even Riz Ahmed's character. Um, I'm going to probably go out on the limb and say that this movie is probably going to be more of a, a character-driven film instead of a, a story or plot-driven movie, um, at least from the looks of it and the teaser. Uh, Ahmed, I mean, there's no, like, you know, tease to aliens or something. It looks like there's, at some point, he, uh, Riz Ahmed's in a bathroom, and it looks like something may be crawling in his skin. I'm going to assume that's probably like a like a nightmare just to throw us off in the teaser. But um, we'll see. Encounter will have a limited release in theaters on December 3rd. However, again, it will stream on Prime Video on December 10th. We have the first trailer for Netflix's... Actually, these next few trailers are all Netflix movies. Uh, so the first trailer we're going to talk about is uh, for the new horror film, No One Gets Out Alive. This is actually an adaptation based on the novel of the same name by Adam uh, yeah, by Adam Neville. Uh, it's directed by Santiago Maghini. I think that's how you pronounce his name. He directed uh, Netflix's The Ritual, which came out a few years ago. The movie follows an immigrant in search for the American dream and is forced to take a room in a boarding house where she finds herself in a nightmare she can't escape. The movie looks pretty creepy. I've never uh, heard about the book, um, but it's the same team that brought that did the original, or that did uh, The Ritual, sorry. Uh, so I'm looking forward to this. I'm pretty excited about this. I really like the ritual. I like that team. I've been looking forward to what they were going to do next. I did hear this was one of their new projects, so uh, I'm excited for it. Again, it looks pretty creepy, so uh, no one gets out alive. We'll stream on September 29th, uh, so there is that to look forward to. The next Netflix teaser we're going to talk about, it's actually a trailer, not a teaser, uh, Netflix trailer for Jake Gyllenhaal's uh, Led and Anton Foucault's directed The Guilty. We talked about this last week. There was a quick teaser that came out, uh, I guess, over the weekend. So this was kind of two weeks ago, really. But we talked about it last week. Uh, it's a remake of a Danish film of two, uh, from 2018. It follows a former police officer turned call operator for 911 who gets a call played by Jake Gyllenhaal. And he gets a call from a woman in danger. He soon realizes when trying to help her that nothing is as it seems. The original, from what I hear uh, I had not seen the original. It takes place in one room with all the action taking place over the dispatch call. It looks like we'll get some variation of that. It does look like Gyllenhaal's in different rooms in the trailer. So it probably won't all be connected to one room. But I'm going to go on the limb and say that that's probably what they're going to do here. I believe it is the same director from that original movie directing this one. It does have a different writer in Nick uh, Pazzolato who did the um, who was the creator of uh, True Detective, the HBO series. The movie will co-star Ethan Hawke, Peter Sarsgaard, Riley Kehoe, Paul Dano, and more. It looks like maybe they're all going to be voices. I, I'm assuming that maybe Riley Kehoe is the woman uh, voice that we hear. Uh, we don't see anybody else in the trailer, really, besides Jake Gyllenhaal. It looks pretty good, though. It does look like it's going to be an intense uh, kind of movie. Um, so I'm really looking forward to seeing what they do um, with this, so uh, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Uh, the Guilty will stream on Netflix on October 1st. Moving on to the final uh, quick reactions to trailers that came out this week. Uh, again, a Netflix movie, Don't Look Up. Uh, it's directed by Anna McKay, who directed The Big Short and Vice, and stars Leonardo DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence as scientists trying to warn the world and, and its leaders about an impending asteroid impact that will end life as we know it, only to meet resistance and indifference at every turn. Meryl Streep has been revealed to be playing the president of the U.S., somewhat Trump-like, apparently, from some of the descriptions out there. Uh, Jonah Hill will be playing her son. 
uh, in the movie, he gets this little scene with uh, DiCaprio in the in the trailer, or, or yeah, in the quick trailer. Other co-stars will include Mark Rylas, Tyler Perry, Timothy Chalamet, Ron Perlman, Ariana Grande, Kit Cuddy, Michael Chiklis, and Kate Blanchett, amongst many, many others. Those are just kind of the, 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 for the few big names uh, I wanted to point out. Uh, this movie will stream on Netflix on December 24th. It will get a limited theater run, I believe, like the first week or two of December before, again, it goes to Netflix on December 24th. So... The Encantation in Theater is great. If not, you can just wait till the end of the month uh, in December, not September, uh, for, for that. This was pretty good. Uh, Micaiah said that, you know, it, it kind of changed a little bit. It was originally about climate change, and then COVID happened, and then it kind of shifted its focus. It's not a movie about COVID, but the messaging kind of seems pretty similar to that. So, yeah. All right. Uh, so those are your quick trailer thoughts. Let's move on to the big trailers of the week, at least, of course, at the time of this recording. All right, so the first big trailer we're going to talk about is Last Night in Soho. This is the brand new trailer for Edgar Wright's upcoming thriller. It looks good. It looks really, really good. Also, on top of that, uh, the good reviews are starting to pile in after it premiered at the Venice Film Festival. Edgar Wright has come out and said that he doesn't want anybody who's already seen the movie, like reviewers and stuff, to reveal too much about the movie because he wants audiences to go in as empty-minded as possible. Uh, I think he even posted something on social media. I wish I had seen that before I watched the trailer. I won't get too into the trailer because of of Edgar Wright's wishes, but uh, for those who are still unfamiliar with the movie, it stars Thomas and Mackenzie, pretty much mainly now known for Jojo Rabbit. She plays Eloise, who arrives in Soho uh, to study at the London Fa- uh, College of Fashion. And she loves the 60s era of London, which is one of the reasons, at least from the trailer, why she goes to London to study there. Uh, and then she suddenly starts having these dreams slash visions of the 60s in London. And she's in the body of Sandy, a uh, singer at this club played by Anya Taylor-Joy. And then it looks like kind of a mystery crime thriller at some point obviously you know a little uh a little stylized with you know the two competing timelines and stuff really cool quick uh camera cuts you know um we see Anya taylor joy and then like in the reflections we see thomas and mckenzie's character uh eloise so uh, i think that's gonna be pretty cool uh, i hear nothing but uh, again hearing nothing but great things nothing's really been spoiled thankfully so i'm looking forward to this so i'm gonna respect edgar wright's wishes and not get too into it but it does look good i don't i mean i don't think there's really anything too spoilery i mean i think i guess there's one part i mean considering maybe you know it would have kept a little bit of a mystery of who the character was in the movie but um it doesn't look too i mean the trailer itself again but if you want to go empty-headed don't watch the trailer but the trailer's great it really is uh last night in soho will open on october 29th in theaters we'll obviously be talking about that once it comes out here on the podcast uh, the next one is the big trailer of the week, pretty much the biggest movie news item of the week. Uh, yes, even at the time of this recording. And that is that Warner Brothers has released the first full trailer for the highly anticipated The Matrix Resurrections, directed by Lana Wachowski. The trailer, from the looks of it, it, it does match a lot of the description from what they showed at CinemaCon uh, last month. Uh, so we see Keanu Reeves as Thomas Anderson talking to a therapist, played by Neil Patrick Harris saying he's having uh, dreams that don't feel like dreams. Then we see him meet Trinity, or at least a woman that could be Trinity, played by Carrie Ann Moss in a cafe shop, asking him if they met before. Thomas is taking these blue pills that he eventually 
uh, meets someone that looks very like more very much like Morpheus, played by Yaya Abdul Mateen II, and he ends up taking the red pill, and then there's just a bunch of action shots, <laughs> like totally this trailer is so action-packed it there's so much to you know digest and dissect there are uh, quite a few shots that feel like callbacks or recreations or modern day recreations anyway from the first movie like the dojo scene uh thomas stopping neo thomas whatever you want to call him we'll just call him neo for the sake of for the sake of conversation uh stopping bullets and what looks like maybe is a fight scene at a train station stop again uh that's what kind of what it looks like a little bit uh we get shots of the real world quote-unquote and we do see the sentinels are back at it uh we do see jessica henwick's character we don't really know too much about the other characters in the movie really we do see um jessica henwick's character who may be neo's new guide through the new matrix she does have a white rabbit tattoo and um at one point she takes him through this kind of like this door that ends up in like they're, they're like in a alleyway or something and then they end up in a mansion once they go through the door so i think she might be kind of like this new guide a little bit um they're also seen running from agents we do get a gunfight with the police and agents at one point and one of the things that's really interesting i don't know if maybe there will be kind of like a like a heist or like some undercover ploy or something like that but we do see uh henwick's character running down a hallway with uh Mateen's character who is I guess supposed to be kind of like this new Morpheus but he's in like this agent suit so he's not wearing like his typical stuff we do see him like at one point in the trailer again where he's like firing guns off but uh he's wearing an agent suit so I don't know if maybe they're trying to like trick agents or trick somebody or maybe she's freeing him or, or something along those points so it's a very interesting shot when you kind of like look at it and it kind of stuck it stood out to me like the second time i watched the trailer the trailer does end with jonathan groff's character uh he does mention the matrix his characters again all a mystery we don't know who any of the new characters are playing we get a better idea who jessica henwick's character is playing a little bit but i i don't know if i want to make the assumption and say that jonathan groff's character is like a new architect or maybe a version of the new architect because he's talking to neo at some point like in what looks like an office and he's the only one that mentions the matrix in throughout the whole movie so i don't know if like maybe he's a newer therapist or something like that so i don't, I don't know uh just kind of interesting that he kind of I, I don't know if he gives off like a sinister vibe or something like that it's just something about him was like ah maybe he's playing an architect or something who knows uh going back to mateen's character we do see him at one point um sitting in front of the mirror from the first movie you know how the crew brings neo to the mirror and he touches it and it kind of like you know warps around him a little bit it looks like we'll get a shot at that so maybe maybe we'll be seeing kind of an origin story for for him as well well no well we'll see about that maybe it's connected to them running down the hallway maybe, maybe she's you know i don't know i don't know making assumptions to a movie that we don't know nothing about uh, at this point is just you know it's fun at the same time could drive you crazy my only hope for the matrix resurrections is that it's actually good I really want this movie to be good. I hope it's good. All I want is for it to be good. That's all I hope for. That's all I want. I want a good movie. I have no other hopes for it. I just want it to be good. Uh, the Matrix Resurrections will open in theaters and HBO Max on December 22nd. We'll definitely be talking more about this in the future when it comes out and everything like that. So 
All right, those are the trailers that came out this week, at least at the time of this recording. You'll check out all the trailers down below in the description slash show notes area. They're all linked if you want to watch them for the first time or if you just want to watch them again. All right, let's move on to this week's movie news items of the week. All right, let's talk about the movie news items of the week. Kind of a short week movie news-wise, so we're just going to... Everything's just going to be grouped together. Uh, The first movie news item of the week is that Venom, in a rare move nowadays... um, movie has been moved up instead of delayed sony pictures has announced that venom let there be carnage will come out on october will not come out on october 15th sorry it will come out on october 1st a lot of people are speculating that the success of shang chi and the legend of the ten rings is the reason why sony decided to push up let there be carnage but um well i don't know if that's the case or not but we'll we'll have to wait and see on that but it's been moved up Moving on, a new stylish reinvention of the film noir genre is getting made with the movie called Sniff, which will be directed by Taylor Heckford, who directed uh, Ray, the Ray Charles, the Ray Charles uh, biopic. Not only that, it's assembled a veteran cast in Morgan Freeman, Danny DeVito, Helen Mirren, and Al Pacino. The film follows Detective Joel Mulray, played by Freeman, and his partner William Keyes, played by DeVito as they investigate a high-end luxury retirement community after mysterious deaths of two of its residents. What starts as a normal case quickly turns strange as the detective duo at the detective duo uncover a hidden underground or underworld of sex, drugs, and murder collected by senior living community kingpin Harvey Stride, played by Al Pacino, and his femme fatale enforcer, the Spider, played by Helen Mirren. Yes, she doesn't have a name. They just call her the Spider. But this one's pretty cool. I mean, I like you know i like all those people i like i like when you know the the older uh veteran actors get together and and make a movie because just it's just really cool to see you know them all together and honestly probably have a ton of fun working together and, and doing something that sounds really cool so i'm looking forward to that moving on juno temple who's currently on the great apple tv plus series ted lasso which mentioned jason sudeikis earlier has joined doug lyman's new adventure film everest she now joins the already cast Ian McGregor, Sam Hugan. I think that's how you say his name. I, uh, he's the guy from Outlander. He plays uh, Jamie. Is his name Jamie? I don't watch Outlander. My sisters watch Outlander, and I'm assuming that's his name. Uh, but he was also one of the bad guys in, in Bloodshot. Uh, and Mark Strong is also in the movie as well. Uh, McGregor will play famed mountaineer George Mallory, uh, with Tempo playing his wife, Ruth, uh, who is left behind to handle their life during the life-threatening attempts to scale Everest after being hired to climb by Strong's character, Arthur Hicks of the Royal Geographic Society. Uh, Hewen, I didn't say, again, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, plays uh, a rival climber to Mallory's character, George Finch, who gets coaxed into climbing Everest after World War I so the British can get a, a win. At least a uh, an emotional win because obviously this is taking place after World War I and, and they need it. Uh, there's more to the story, but I'll keep uh, I'll keep that to you know a minimum in case they actually go into it. And it does sound like it's going to get into it because yes, this is a biopic, so <laughs> we have that to look forward to. And finally, the last movie news item, at least at the time of this recording, is that Owen Wilson and Rosario Dawson have joined the cast of Disney's newest adaptation of The Haunted Mansion. The two will now join the previously already announced members of Lakeith Stanfield and Tiffany Haddish. Justin Simeon, who uh, wrote and directed Dear White People, both the movie and the TV series, and the Hulu film Bad Hair, is directing the movie with a script by Kate Diplode. Uh, Store details are being kept in the dark, but reportedly, but reportedly will follow a family that moves in, of course, to the titular mansion. Stanfield will also play a tour guide in the movie, with Haddish playing a psychic. No word yet on who Wilson or Dawson 
will play. Production is expected to begin uh, sometime next month. So that being said, we could probably expect some more casting announcements, maybe even an early synopsis or logline from the movie. I I, I don't know how to feel about this. I, I like I never watched the Eddie Murphy Haunted Mansion movie. And at this point, with everyone saying that it's not really good, I don't really want to watch it now. Uh, I may just break in and just watch it at some point. But I'm looking, kind of looking forward to this. Uh, the cast is coming together. The cast is pretty great. I mean, Lakeith Stanfield, uh, Owen Wilson, of course, just killed it on Mor- as Morbius and Loki. Rosario Dawson's always good in everything she does. Tiffany Haddish. You know, depending on, you know, what they give her, uh, she could knock it out of the park as well. Uh, I haven't seen Dear White People, the TV show or the movie. I keep hearing a lot of good things about it. And I haven't seen Bad Hair, also heard good things about that as well. But um, I'm kind of looking forward to this. You know, Haunted Mansion, it's not like the sacred property, you know. Uh, so I'm, I'm looking for. I, I'm still disappointed that we don't get a Guillermo del Toro Haunted Mansion movie because I know he wanted to do that. But, you know, whatever. All right. Uh, those are all the movie news items, at least at the time of this recording. If anything else drops, uh, hopefully I won't have this background noise behind me. But if anything drops, I will drop it right here. All right, so here's uh, so we do have two new movie news items that dropped um, after this. Uh, one of them, in a surprise move, Universal announced that their upcoming Halloween Kills movie will play in theaters and on Peacock on the same day, which is October 15th. Uh, Halloween Kills recently premiered at the Venice International Film Festival, where it got some pretty great reviews, which hyped up everyone that was already looking forward to it, even me. Uh, So, again, the move is surprising, but considering that Peacock is still trying to build up its numbers, uh, this would definitely put it on the market. Obviously, a move like this uh, also will affect Halloween Kills' box office numbers, which at the end of the day, kind of a bigger deal, obviously, since, you know, movies that are coming out in theaters, you know, during this pandemic era, especially right now, are um, are making bank. They're actually doing pretty good. Shang-Chi got the biggest Labor Day um, opening weekend box office in quite some time. And uh, Free Guy got a, a really good box office haul. Jungle Cruise even at, at that point for F9. Um, so obviously, in the, the fall, uh, movies coming out, you know, studios are expecting you know even bigger things Eternals is going to stick to its theater uh, slot you know there was some talk about um marvel considering moving it if shang chi wasn't successful which obviously not the case uh so but as for halloween kills this is a pretty big move it's a surprising move obviously it's one of the most anticipated movies of the year it's one of the most anticipated movies of the fall um and the fact that they're going to put it on on peacock is is, is a, again a very big move I understand the move. Still surprising, nonetheless. Uh, I, I think I mentioned on my Twitter. Yeah, I mentioned it on Twitter. <clears throat> Excuse me. I mentioned it on Twitter that um, I was still going to go see it in the, in the movie theater. Uh, but this, pretty cool. I mean, if I wanted to, I can watch the new Halloween at home for the second time on Halloween, which will be pretty cool. So, uh, yeah. I'm looking, uh, again, surprising, big move, surprising move. Uh, let's see if it pays out for um, not just the streaming service, but just the move in general. And the next movie news item is that Christopher Nolan's next film may have just been revealed. Uh, Denline reported that Nolan's next film will focus on J. Robert Oppenheimer's role in the development of the atom bomb during World War II. But there's more to the news as the outlet uh, reports that major studios are reading the screenplay, which I guess is done or at least maybe a draft of it is done uh the outline didn't or the outlet didn't deadline didn't really specify on that end but i'm assuming that 
you know, there's a script at least done. And uh, they're talking to Nolan and his team. Uh, the reason why this is big, at least the second half anyway, uh, is because Nolan's recent films have come out through Warner Brothers. If you remember, Nolan wasn't happy with Warner Brothers about the release of Tenet. They, them kept pushing it back and everything like that. And then, of course, there was the day and date move for all of their 2021 releases, which Nolan was not a fan of. And he has been very vocal about it. Uh, but... All that said, Nolan doesn't necessarily have an exclusive deal with Warner Brothers. He's just been very loyal to them this whole time. And so far, they've been a pretty good team. So it'll be interesting to see if, you know, they go back to being, you know, on good terms. Because Warner Brothers has already announced they will be going back to releasing their movies the traditional way next year. Uh, by the way, in case you're wondering, Nolan started his partnership with Warner Brothers back in 2002 with Insomnia. He took a break in 2006 with The Prestige, which was done through Touchstone Pictures, which of course was owned by Disney at the time, uh, although Warner Brothers Pictures Group was involved in the project, but the, it was understood that the movie was a Touchstone Pictures movie, not a Warner Brothers Picture Group movie. Uh, and then of course he went back to them you know, for the rest of the Dark Knight trilogy and Inception, Interstellar, and, and uh, Tenet, Dunkirk, all of that. Um, what other studios are in the mix? Warner Brothers is still in the mix. Uh, they're still talking, obviously, uh, as is Sony Pictures, Universal Pictures, and Paramount Pictures. So, uh, Deadline didn't have any more details on the approach of what this movie would take. Obviously, it, it the, only, the only thing we know is that it, it will be about Oppenheimer and his development of the atomic bomb and everything like that. Uh, they did note that Killian Murphy might be involved, which next to Michael Caine, Murphy has popped in. Uh, in Nolan movies like the Dark Knight trilogy, of course, a Scarecrow, Inception, and Dunkirk. I'm looking forward to this. Look, I, I'm I'm a huge fan of Nolan and everything that he's pretty much done. You know, even his movies that I'm not the biggest fans of, like uh, I, I I still really like. I know uh, Tenet was very divisive. I know even Interstellar is very divisive. And um, to be honest, I haven't seen Interstellar enough to really really you know nail down an opinion on the movie but um if nolan wants to do i mean this is you know nolan can honestly is one of the filmmakers in hollywood that can really just bounce around and do anything and it, all all it will be for us fans is seeing how he goes about it obviously he's you know he's i don't think nolan has ever really done a biopic i mean they're not saying this movie is a biopic but in all you know for, for the lack of a better, you know, uh, phrase or anything like that, essentially it is kind of a biopic if he's going to focus on Oppenheimer. I'm sure he'll focus on other people around Oppenheimer as well. But um, again, we don't know what the approach of the movie will be, so it'll be interesting to see uh, how he tackles it. But uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to this. Um, it will be interesting to see where it ends up. I mean, honestly, it doesn't really matter where it ends up i mean it's a christopher nolan movie it will most likely be good it will most likely be a movie that the studio will uh take point and you know treat it as a big blockbuster big tentpole movie for them um whether it's sony pictures whether it's paramount whether it's universal whether it's warner brothers again whether it's netflix netflix uh ceo uh, I, I don't have his name in front of me but uh, i know when he was doing interviews uh, earlier this year, he was talking about wanting the streaming service to have a Christopher Nolan movie. So, 
Could we see potentially Christopher Nolan maybe doing an experiment and jumping ship and go from big tentpole, uh, well-known, established Hollywood studios and go to a streaming service? I highly doubt it, (laughs) to be completely honest. I highly doubt that, but um, it's still a very uh, interesting idea if he does do that. I don't think he will, but nonetheless, I think it would be cool. And, you know... Uh, again, Nolan isn't, you know, again, exclusively signed down to Warner Brothers. So if he ends up going to another studio, it'll be, it'll be fine. Um, you know, I think some people maybe forget that he's, you know, done all those movies th- through Warner Brothers. Um, I totally forgot the pres- that The Prestige wasn't a Warner Brothers movie. It was a Touchstone Pictures movie. I totally forgot about that until I read this new movie news item. Uh, so I'm looking forward to seeing what Nolan does and seeing what um, he brings to the table and everything like that. The movie itself, again, we don't know too much about it, but what we have right now, what it could be about and, and what it will be about, I'm interested. I'm interested in seeing what Nolan does with that. So, yeah, I'm down for it. Is it what I thought Nolan would do? But no, but I didn't really know what Nolan would do next anyway. So I'm looking forward to seeing what he does with that. Uh, and I'm looking forward to seeing... Um, who releases it doesn't really matter like i mentioned you know it's going to be treated with respect it's going to be treated as a big movie it's going to be treated as the next christopher nolan movie as it should be so it doesn't really matter what studio it comes out from so yeah uh those were all the news items that dropped since i last recorded so back to past me past me twice because this is still past me since you're listening just let's just let's just go on let's all go to the lobby let's all go to the lobby let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat all right so let's talk about the movies that are coming out this weekend we got two movies that are streaming again at least that i'm aware of both of them are on netflix netflix is kind of easier to detect so if anything's coming out on hulu or prime video i do apologize for that uh, but right now, uh, we have two movies on Netflix we're going to talk about. The first one is Prey. It's a hiking trip into the into the wild. turns into a desperate bid for survival for five friends on the run from a mysterious shooter. I believe this movie's German. Uh, I got a quick look at the trailer. Something was going on with my sound system. so uh, Or at least it's it was filmed in Germany. So it does look pretty intense, though. It looks pretty good. So um, I'm looking forward to seeing that. Just based off the trailer, it does look pretty intense. So I'm looking forward to that. So let's pray. The next one is Kate. I've been looking forward to this. Uh, we talked about it when the trailer dropped. Uh, this is about a female assassin named Kate, played by Mary Elizabeth Winston, who goes, who has 24 hours to get revenge on the person that poisoned her before she dies. Woody Harrelson co-stars in the movie. Uh, looks like he's playing her, her handler, Tano Nobu Asano. I think that's how you pronounce his name. He played Raiden in the new Mortal Kombat movie. He's in the movie as well. I don't know if he's playing one of the main villains. I think he is one of the villains, though. Um, but he's also in the movie. This is pretty great. It looks like a stylized, a, a very stylish movie. Uh, I believe it is produced by the same production company and f- stunt team that do the John Wick movies. It does look a lot like that. I think that it, I think that is the case. Mary Elizabeth Winstead looks like she's kicking a lot of ass in this movie. So I'm looking forward to that. It looks like at one point uh, she will be teaming up with this girl she finds eventually. So it kind of becomes this, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to say like mother-daughter kind of thing, maybe more like a sisterly bonding, uh, which is, you know, 
kind of similar to what we already had from Netflix earlier with Gunpowder Milkshake, but this looks pretty cool and more uh, my tempo with the action scenes. So uh, I'm looking forward to this no matter what. So that's Kate. Now let's move on to the movies that are coming out in theaters and uh, video on demand. The first one is Queen Pins. It is based off a true story of housewives who created a $40 million coupon scam. Yes, a $40 million coupon scam. That's crazy. Kristen Bell will play one of the housewives. The other housewife is played by Kirby uh, Howell Batiste. I forgot to look up what she was in. I apologize for that. Uh, but she plays the other housewife. Uh, Paul Walter Hauser is also in the movie. He plays uh, someone from, I, be- I believe he plays someone from the uh, post office or like, you know, the, the obviously the grander operation of the post office. And Vince Vaughn plays a, um, or he plays like a cop. One of them plays a cop. And I think, it, I think it might be Paul Walter Hauser. But Vince Vaughn plays like this no nonsense, you know, someone else higher than Paul Walter Hauser's character. Uh, and they're, they're, they go on the chase for, for them. Uh, it looks okay. Uh, there hasn't been a lot of fanfare for the movie. I totally forgot the movie was coming out until uh, I was doing the, the rundown for the movies coming out this week. And so the trailer was fine. It didn't look too, didn't look too bad. Um, I just, you know, I kind of forgot that it was coming out. So I really don't have that much of an, uh, an opinion to talk about it. But it looked like a fun, you know, movie you can probably, you know, catch if you want to. If you want to have a good laugh. Uh, the next movie is The Card Counter. Uh, Oscar Isaacs plays an ex-military interrogator turned gambler haunted by his past, but when a young man, played by Ty Sheridan, comes to him and promises revenge against the major, played by William Defoe, from both of their pasts, he considers it all the while getting financed by a booker, played by Tiffany Haddish, for a tournament. A big-scale tournament. Uh, so this looks pretty good. Uh, I, I don't know. The trailer itself kind of felt tonally it felt a little weird because you have the oscar isaacs thing and then you have the tiffany haddish thing and then you have the ty sheridan stuff coming into play it just kind of feels like it's a, it kind of felt like it was a little scattered and a little you know uh too much thrown in there um but i, I don't know maybe maybe it works in the film who knows but um hopefully it works in the film i haven't really uh seen too much i, I think i've seen a couple of reviews saying that it, it wasn't too bad so um hopefully that's hopefully that's not the case i like and i like oscar isaac i'll watch anything he's in to be honest with you so uh i'm gonna hope hopefully i can get a chance to to watch this but in my opinion the big movie coming out this week is malignant this is the new movie directed by james wan it's gonna be both in theaters and on hbo max so if you don't want to watch it at a movie theater you can watch it in the comfort of your own home although i don't know how comforted you'll be in your own home considering it is james wan he's returning to horror and this movie looks uh, creepy as hell. So <laughs> I don't know how comfortable you will feel with that. But uh, I'm very much looking forward to uh, to this. Uh, we've talked about it a lot. We talked about it last week. There was a, tra- a new trailer that came out last week. Uh, Annabelle Wallace stars in the movie. She plays a woman who uh, is having dreams of murders. And then when she wakes up, she finds out that the murders actually happened. And it may be connected to her past uh, it looks like, you know, she had an imaginary friend at one point, and it looks like maybe it's gonna, it's him at some point. I don't know. But th- trailers don't really give too much away. Juan has said this movie is, that the movie was inspired by Jalayo films, and it was inspired by, um, oh, why can't I think of his name now? I should have wrote it down. I really should have wrote it down. Uh, oh, Dario Argento films. Uh, Suspiria. I should have just said Suspiria, the director. 
um but yeah he was he that this is kind of his inspiration and this is kind of his you know he's inspired by these movies this is his version of those movies and uh i look forward to seeing what uh what that means for james wan because uh I, just putting those two together and then putting Wan in the same mix it just sounds like it's gonna be messed up and um I'm not gonna lie I'm looking forward to that so uh yeah so there you go that's Malignant uh so again Malignant the card counter and uh Queen Pins will all be in theaters again Malignant you can watch on in theaters and on HBO Max uh and then your streaming movies both of them on Netflix are Kate and Prey so that's it, everybody. Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast this week. I, again, I apologize again for the noise. I will not have that issue next week, I promise. Uh, so uh, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. No matter where you're listening to, if this is your first time listening, do not let this be <laughs> do not let this be um, the be-all, end-all of your opinion on the podcast. But, um, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast this week. I appreciate it. No matter where you're listening to, on YouTube, on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, or Stitcher, make sure you're following us on uh, Twitter and Instagram and the podcast. All those links are down below in the description slash show notes area. Very much appreciated. Thank you guys so much. Enjoy the rest of your week, no matter when you're listening to this. Enjoy your day. Enjoy your night whenever be good people please continue to social distance wear your masks wash your hands and as always go watch some movies yeah give it up movies